0: hey guys everybody welcome to the podcast this week so glad you could make it take a couple of minutes out of your busy day maybe while you're jogging or driving down the road i'm glad you're here hey this week's topic we're talking about landscape lighting and installing a landscape system for yourself you know landscape lighting is not a new concept it has been around for decades and decades but low voltage landscape lighting and the advancements that have been made in the last 30 to 40 years has made it really really simple and easy for someone like yourself a DIYer to install in a weekend in most cases with a little bit of homework and some simple calculations you can add value security and great evening ambiance to your home and yard if you're considering this element in your landscape project whether it be new or an add-on stick around and learn a little the mystery surrounding it will vaporize while you listen here and you will find out how easy it really is to install see how much money you can save by doing it yourself and a little about maintaining it so you have years and years of enjoyment and worry-free performance so here we go maestro roll that brief intro please hey everybody i'm matt and you can call me coach every week i bring to you landscape tips and tricks and design concepts in an easy to understand format so you can tackle projects yourself like the one we're talking about today, get the results you want, be more self-reliant in this day and age and save a boatload of money in the process. you know after a 20 plus year career as a successful self-employed landscape designer, contractor, educated in ornamental horticulture and a retail nursery manager, i bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that i want to share with you. the modern Educated, self reliant homeowner of today. As it usually goes, at least in my professional experiences, it goes something like this You're out walking doggo one evening and you see the Smiths house down the street or around the block. Now, the Smiths just spent a boatload of money uh, having the landscape redone, and man, does it look spectacular! All the new swank and swagger that a new landscape has and the smiths went they gooched it up a little bit by having some landscape lighting placed in it and it really looks good you know the new trees are lit up there's a pathway to the front door that's nicely lit even the side gate has a little down light off of the arbor really good looking stuff now you know the smiths so you go up and you talk to them one day and uh, they were really happy with the company that they hired and the results that they got hey maybe it was coach's company you know you turn around and you call coach's company and coach matt comes out to your house and gives you an estimate on the landscape lighting project you want to do in the backyard coach gives you the estimate which is broken down by materials and labor and you see the detail that's there you find out though that it is really kind of out of your budget and price range now coach is disappointed just like you are maybe you pout a little and realize you have a few years of savings to do to actually afford coach so you dismiss the dream and move on well wait a minute pump those brakes and stick with me here you know coach is running a business and in order to show profits he has to charge a certain amount of money to be in the black every year or he's not going to be in business very long but this is something you can do yourself with just a little education right here and some sweat equity first of all you don't need a licensed electrician or you don't need to be one in order to do this this is pretty simple stuff you're dealing with low voltage nowadays not high voltage with a few you know safety steps you will not put yourself in harm's way i promise you that no i'm not going to promise you that there are some folks out there that can't even plug a light plug into a socket but for 99.5 percent of us there's not going to be any risk let's look at the parts that make up a low voltage lighting system first before we move on first of all and probably the most important thing there is the power center or the transformer this device takes your high voltage from your house and dumbs it down to low voltage and powers the lighting system throughout the yard number two there is the underground cabling usually called in my business 10-2 12-2 14-2 or 16-2 cable usually labeled in the stores as landscape lighting cable or direct bury cable. three there are lighting fixtures themselves, usually in simple systems these are path lights or accent lights for either down lighting or up lighting. four there are the connectors capable of being buried in the dirt underground or inside a stake device and placed underground. five there are the bulbs themselves. six finally maybe some ground staples to keep that cabling in the trench underground that's it, not very many parts and pieces here. so as you approach this install, here are some suggestions just to make sure the project is a success for you. you ready? you can write them down or just play this over and over and over again or you know however you want to remember it. number one, determine what you want illuminated or lit and why. is it uh, pathways going to the backyard down that dark side yard or is it path lights or down lights back on the back patio in the shade arbor you're putting some down lights up in the structure to light the patio in the evening whatever it is make a note of it and write it down number two how many actual fixtures will be required to meet the desired objective that you want write that down how many path lights how many up lights how many down lights whatever write them all down number three where is a convenient power source for the transformer to be plugged into and if you don't have one where can it be created? write that down. four, how many feet of cable will be needed to go from the transformer location to all of your fixtures and believe me whatever distance you pace off add at least another 20 feet to that because you're going to be making loops and making turns and going up and going down and a lot of footage can be used write that number down if you choose to use standard bulbs which are on their way out by the way that come with most cheaper fixtures look at each bulb and determine the wattage of each add all the wattage of every bulb in your system to determine the size of the transformer you need and the size of the cabling you're going to need to use here's a little math for you let's say you have 12 fixtures you want to put in the backyard. each fixture is going to require 20 watts of power to power correctly. so here we go third grade math 12 times 20 is 240 watts of power they're going to be needed. so you know that you're going to need a 300 watt transformer at the minimum now if you decide to expand it later maybe you should get a 500 watt transformer but i'm going to show you later on and stick with me on how you won't need to go any bigger than this it's going to save you a lot of money in any case write down this little mathematical equations and figure that out once you know that you can do a couple of things you can budget your landscape project right there at the kitchen table or you can go out and start shopping right then and there you'll find out how much these things are going to cost for you 12 fixtures you know who knows If you go large maybe you're spending i don't know 130 dollars a fixture or maybe you're going on the cheap and you're doing like maybe 45 dollars a fixture it's all up to you all right now the fun part the trenching the actual sweat equity behind it from your location of the transformer where you have chosen to place this you can trench shallow trenches you don't have to go deep because we're dealing with low voltage you can do shallow trenches say six inches or less usually along walkways you got to put some under walkways maybe along the underside of the deck joist you can staple them there along fence lines where you're not going to be digging or anything then you're going to have to take them out into the landscape where the fixtures need to be placed in order to accomplish the effect you're looking for. for instance, maybe you run a a cable along the back fence and then you put a six foot trench out near the big tree you want to light up. that's where you're jutting out into the landscape and then you fix it there which i'll talk to you about in a second. path lights are kind of a lot easier as they can be kind of cabled along the edge of your walkways or paths in kind of a straight line usually. at the desired location for the fixture, once you get all your trenching done you can make a, a two foot loop or maybe an 18 inch loop up out of the trench and then tap a wooden stake down into the trench and secure your little uh, cable with maybe some uh, duct tape in a circle around the the stake just to kind of hold it up out of the ground and it also if you don't get it done all in one day which most people do not at least it's it's visual and it's a, a safety thing that can be avoided. now something i want to discuss with you as far as your cabling. the longer your cable run is from the transformer and the more fixtures you place on that one cable the more voltage will be used and sometimes your last fixture if you put too many on one cable the last fixture or two can be kind of dim you know or less bright compared to the first couple. so to avoid this voltage drop syndrome you can do a few things that'll avoid it very easily. number one is use larger cable instead of 12.2 cable, use 10.2 instead. another way is use lower wattage bulbs. you know, instead of a 20 watt, maybe use an 11 watt, depending on what kind of effect and brightness you want in these fixtures. how about use different bulbs? and i'm really going to focus on this in a second. use different bulbs. instead of the provided incandescent cheap bulbs that are with most fixtures, upgrade just a little bit and use an led bulb. use a transformer that has settings uh, that send slightly higher voltage down certain cables as compared to others. there are some transformers out there that'll have an 11.9 voltage, another one will have a 13, another one might have 14 or 15 volts, and you can plug your cable that has a longer run into the higher voltage and you'll offset it that way. So there you go, i mean pretty easy fix right? but you really have to pay attention to it, especially first timers. personally guys, i am all about the led bulb, 100 percent. i have not used an incandescent bulb in the last eight years i don't think. you accomplish so many troubleshooting tasks just with this one approach. number one, you use less cable you know you don't have to run two and three lengths of cable to avoid voltage drop because compared to a 20 watt bulb, maybe the same bulb for an uplight somewhere uses seven watts. so you save 13 watts on that one cable. now maybe instead of four uplights on one cable, you could put eight or ten and not have any voltage drop whatsoever. number two, you use smaller transformers. you know remember what i said earlier? maybe you're going to need a 300 watt transformer well imagine if you only have seven watts on one bulb and you're doing 12 fixtures in the backyard or so what do you got a total of 84 watts total maybe you can still add on later on without any sort of voltage overload or voltage drop how about more fixtures on one cable without overloading like i just mentioned and the bulb life is like 10 times as long compared to an incandescent bulb they're really simple, go LED. you save on transformer cost, you save on cable cost, and you save on bulb replacement cost, period. now connecting the cables to the transformer is pretty straightforward. the way i've always done it is where the cabling leaves the ground, the ground trench, and goes up into The transformer which should be placed about 24 inches off the ground to avoid any sort of flooding or electrical contact or whatever okay i use a nice new pvc pipe sleeve and i put my cabling through that pvc pipe sleeve up from the ground and into and slightly inside the transformer box it's a nice neat clean way that protects the cable from damage it makes it look a lot neater and it's readily visible so you know it looks just looks a lot better than two dangling black cables coming up out of the ground and into a metal box and simple you know you strip a short little amount of wire off the ends and you put one into the common end and one into the plug end tighten them down and you're good to go now you're ready to power it up after the next step. connecting the fixtures themselves to the cable is also pretty simple. you know where you've made those loops and stuff? you can cut the top of the loop, strip off the pieces, probably about an inch or so, placing them together and twisting and then securing them with the provided wire nuts or whatever device that particular fixture comes with. you know you continue until all the fixtures are all wired up and they're all nice and secure the cable and transformers are what they call unipolar so they're taken care of at the transformer so it doesn't matter which side of the cable you're wiring up because it's it's all going to be the same they're they're all going to work it's not like a positive negative out into the the yard field of your cabling now once all your fixtures are wired up your trench is still open and exposed you can see all your cable etc etc now you can go turn on your transformer and if everything was done correctly, your lights should be on. once you check everything, you can now bury and hide all the cable. in some cases, this is where i generally stake them to the ground so that they're secure, they're not going to move around, the cables are stable in place and they're not going to walk around on the ground or anything else. the other suggestion i make is take pictures of where the cable is for future reference, for your information and in case you sell you can disclose it to the new owners right hey that night after you've done all this work and you've got a glass of wine or a beer in your hand or your beverage of choice now you can go out when it gets dark and hey adjust those lights as as needed if you left just a little bit of play where the fixture is you can adjust them path lights or up lights or down lights, whatever you want to do you can kind of play with them and tweak them just so you get it just right. here's what i usually did when i did lights. for path lights they should be placed so that the cone of brightness kind of covers about half of the walkway or pathway, something to consider. up lights, up lights should be placed so they illuminate the trunk and the scaffolding of the tree. down lights should illuminate post areas or or areas of navigation for walking safety. and more advanced stuff like wall washing and backlighting, you should direct light to the walls and behind trees so that the trees scaffolding and structure is shadowed and backlit for a nice backlit effect. now finally maintaining your system. maintenance in a low voltage landscape system is just as important as maintaining your yard every week i generally suggest twice a year checking and here's some of the things i want you to pay attention to. number one is keep your critters and your little buggies inside the transformer box, check on it twice a year and keep the little spie spiders and earwigs or anything else that can find their way in there, clean them out. you can do them with a little blast of air or whatever, uh, maybe a small little whisk broom or something. keep it nice and clean. if your transformer happens to have a, a photo cell that determines when it turns on and when it turns off, keep that clean on a regular basis at least twice a year and if you get a lot of water in this area from sprinklers or rain or whatever consider placing it in a place that is somewhat protected from that. the other thing is is if you have a manual timer that is part of your transformer you're going to have to go out and adjust that timer seasonally so you know the the system comes on when it's dark and it goes off when you want most of the time if you're looking at it for security and ambiance it's going to come on at dusk and go off at dawn if you want it a little bit less and save a little power then you can turn it on at dusk and have it go off at midnight you know when everyone's gone to bed make sure you keep the buggies out like I said and then also the buggies that can sometimes be attracted to the fixtures themselves. little spiders sometimes love to get up inside the the path lights or around the bulb of an uplight because what is attracted to light? little moths and flea flies and all those kinds of things in the warmer months and they'll sometimes build little spider webs around there so keep them clean. and to keep your system looking good i tell you what i did is i used to use a quality car wax and i would literally polish and wax the top of my pathway and uplight fixtures. that way the hard water spot was much easier to remove and it kept them looking nice. i mean they're a nice painted metal fixture. why not? i think i boiled it down to maybe twice a year maintenance. that was all that was required. the more the transformer is protected from the elements and the critters, the longer it will last. same goes for the fixtures too. go out there and make sure everything is on. you know, once you have that honeymoon effect kind of wear off, sometimes we can kind of forget about them a little bit so make sure you check it once in the spring once in the fall that'd be that'd be a good spacing right there hey there you go the down and dirty shedding a little light on landscape lighting installation it's not rocket science and you guys can do it too probably do a little research during the week and then get your fixtures the following week and take a weekend and blast it out you'll really be surprised what you're capable of doing hey i'm matt and you can call me coach I'm so glad you stuck to the end of this podcast. I will see you guys next week, every Friday, as usual. Hey, check out the channel over on YouTube, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yard Coach. Check out the original videos on YouTube at Yard Coach or email coachmatt at youryardcoach at gmail.com. And hey, did you get your free 15-step landscaping project checklist? Check out the podcast description below for the link to your free PDF as well as the YouTube channel for more great information for the DIYer in you. See you next week.